You're listening to a message from Mercy Culture Church, home of Pastor Landon and Heather Schott in Fort Worth, Texas. For more information about Mercy Culture and ways that you can be a part of it, visit mercyculture.com. Good morning, Mercy Culture. My name is Landon. I'm the senior lead pastor of Mercy Culture Church. The vision of our church is to take people from corporate encounters with God to daily personal encounters with God. And here's what that means is we're not just about an amazing church service, but we want you to encounter with God on a daily basis because when you get in the presence of God, it is so easy to hear him. When you begin to hear God and obey God, everything in your life begins to change. So at Mercy Culture, We are passionate about God encounters and we want to help you connect with God every single day. So we do that through our membership, which is really discipleship. So if you've been coming to our church for a few weeks or a few months and have not yet gone through uh, MC Connect, like Button said, what's wrong with you? I'm joking. There's absolutely nothing in my monitors, guys. Uh, we're, We're kidding, but it's a great time at the beginning of the year to start the year outright, learn how you best connect with God because it will be a game changer to your spiritual growth. My favorite thing that I hear when people talk about their journey at Mercy Culture is how much they've spiritually grown. And the reason why they've spiritually grown is because we help people connect with God. So make sure you take that next step, start your year off right and go through MC Connect, amen? I'm gonna go over a few important housekeeping, some some important save the date information, uh, and then I'm just gonna share a little bit of a heart of mercy culture, and then we're gonna close with communion this morning. So that's what this morning looks like. So I'm not gonna preach a sermon, but I wanna share with some really important stuff because we're starting this year out with a bang. How many are excited about our first ever 40-day corporate fast? If you're not excited yet and you need to hear the message, fasting is easy, it's on the YouTube, go watch it, get deliverance, get breakthrough, go through all the easy parts of that because here's the thing, is fasting is an absolute spiritual game changer. And I want you to make sure that you get this breakthrough. Um, It's funny because I, I legitimately had a stress dream about fasting two nights ago. I dreamt, this is true, I dreamt that I was eating my last meal before the 40-day fast. And I happened to be in Phoenix, Arizona at this enchilada place called Gadzooks. That's amazing. So our online campus members in Phoenix, shout out to Gadzooks. So it's like a chipotle or a cava, but enchiladas. I know, right? You feel that? You feel that, Will Ford? Just come on, come, come, cometh to Fort Worth. Expand territory to Fort Worth. Okay, so uh, that'd be great whoever Gadzook owners are. Anyway, I promise you, your business will be full here. So I get through the line and I go to get my, my, my food and when I get to the end of the line to pay for it, it's like an elementary school cafeteria lunch. What, that's like, I, I, I was like angry in the dream. I'm like, no, this is my last meal before a 40 day fast. I don't know what it means. I'll go to Will Ford for the interpretation later on what this dream means. But it's all I know is I'm gonna eat good tonight before the fast ends tomorrow. So on a serious note, if you are a member of this church, we're calling you to fast. If you're a part of this community, 
Maybe you haven't gone through uh, Mercy Culture. I see a Kingdom Culture shirt. That's awesome. Maybe you haven't gone through MC Connect yet, but you're like, this is my church. You're my pastor. I'm submitted to this house. I'm calling you to fast. Listen, fasting is not for the people that like fasting. Fasting is for the body to come together, to spiritually discipline ourselves, to deny our flesh, to feed our spirit, and to spiritually grow. This is gonna be 40 days of God encounters. This is gonna be 40 days of connecting with God. This is gonna be 40 days of spiritual growth. And listen, listen, fasting is not a manipulation tool to get something from God. Fasting is a spiritual discipline to find yourself in the perfect will of God. So if this is your house, I'm calling you to fast. I'm calling you to minimum do a Daniel fast. No meats, no sweets. If you've done that before and that's not a a, a sacrifice for you, try a liquid fast. I want you to push yourself. Listen, this is not a diet. This is not what they call it, intermittent fasting. This is not a workout routine, a workout plan. This is not you pretending you're spiritual when you're really carnal. That's not what this is. Don't get them mixed it. Don't bring your strange fire next to this Holy Ghost fire. This is a spiritual journey that we want to invite you on. And this is going to be one of the greatest years of encountering God we have ever experienced together. Listen, never have we done a fast like this to start the church. Imagine thousands of people denying their flesh, feeding their spirit, encountering God together. It's gonna be amazing. Last thing I'm asking everyone who's a member of this church is for 40 days, don't touch alcohol. Don't drink alcohol for 40 days. That's a part of this fast. Drinking alcohol is not a sin. Personally, I don't drink. It's a personal decision that I've made because what leaders do in moderation, others do in excess. So this is a personal decision that I've made. But drinking is not a sin, according to scripture. Being drunk is. And so this is a time where we're just separating ourselves from anything of worldliness. I wanna invite you, bring your kids in on this. I got one child that's fasting uh, food every Wednesday. I got another child that's fasting video games for 40 days. Talk to your kids, ask them uh, what they want to fast. It doesn't just have to be food or it could be their favorite food. You guys could talk about that as a family, but just like kids together worship with us today, have your family fast with you this month. Wasn't the kids awesome today? Can we give them one more hand, letting them know? how much we appreciate them. Paul, thank you for starting us out right this year. Did anyone see little Isaiah on the drums? You can barely see him over this. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, I don't do this often, and you could hold me to this. We are not a hype church. You know what a hype church is? Come to this, you gotta be at this. No, we gotta be there, you gotta be at this, you gotta be at this. It's the greatest day ever. It's the greatest thing you've ever been to. It's kind of like those little kid videos that they just played earlier, making fun of those. It's kind of like that, okay? I don't do this often, but I am asking you to dedicate this week with our solemn assembly. This is a very important thing. I don't do this often, but I'm, I, I'm asking you to make this a priority because it's so important to your spiritual growth. Listen, your October, November, and December depends on how you start out the year. And so 
We're gonna take the first week of this year and we're calling a solemn assembly. And we're going to pray and worship every night in this sanctuary, starting tomorrow night as we begin our fast from seven to eight o'clock. And we are just going to seek God for his heart and his mind for our lives, our family and our community for this year. And I'm asking everybody, be at as many nights of this as you can. And, 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 and I, I, I don't do this often, but I feel like it is so important to your spiritual growth this year. Bring the kids. I know it can be messy, trade off, parenting one night off, on, bring everybody. Listen, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. It could be messy. We just want your kids. We want your family in the presence of God every night this week. We're going to try to honor your time and bedtimes and kids in school and things like that and, and keep it close to an hour while still honoring the presence of God and what he's doing. And I'm very excited about this. I had a, our team come to me with the plan of what they felt like we should do every night of the week. And I said, that's awesome, but we're not gonna do that. And I said, what we're gonna do is we're gonna show up and we're gonna be unprepared and just wait on the Lord for what he wants to do. I said, we're gonna be uncomfortable. We're, 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 it's not gonna be polished. It's gonna be raw. And we're going to go after God with everything we have this week. So Monday night through Saturday night, seven o'clock, we will be here. A few other really important, save the dates moving forward that uh, are, are important things you want to make sure that you don't miss out on uh, is next week I'm releasing the prophetic word over Mercy Culture Church for 2023. That'll be next Sunday morning. Uh, last year's was the year of expanding territory and this year I'm excited. It's going to be, I'll tell you next week. <laughs> Few more things. I know this seems like a lot, but I, I wanted to make sure everybody was in the know as we we're gathered here on the first of the year is on January 9th, we are going to do a worship service inside the Capitol building in Austin and we're calling it rally at the Capitol and we're going to come together and just spontaneously worship in the Capitol building. One of our very own, Nate Schatzlein, is gonna be sworn in the next day as a state representative. There's gonna be other people from our friends and family list. And we're gonna go in there. Our elders went there last May for a prayer retreat. We wandered into the Capitol. It's multiple stories. I don't know what they call the inside of that. It slips my memory right now. But we just started worshiping. And as we worship, we said, wouldn't it be cool if our church was here? Just filling every floor worshiping. And so I know it's a long drive. No one's expected to go, but that's on your heart to go. Do we know what time that's at? Four to six at the Capitol on January 9th. Two more for you. January 22nd is our Citizens for Life event. This is going to be with Lou Ingle. He's going to minister here on Sunday morning, and then we're all going to go to Dallas, expand territory, and we are going to march to the courthouse where Roe v. Way was passed, and from the place where death was declared and decreed over our nation, we're going to declare from that same place death was declared, we're going to declare life from that very same place. Listen, this is an act of spiritual warfare. This is an act of of expanding territory and we are going to Dallas and saying from Dallas let life go to the nations many of our ministry friends and churches from around DFW are going to be a part of that we want to invite you out on January 22nd and then finally 
February 5th is our Vision Sunday. And this is the Sunday where we will talk about the projects, the initiatives, the things that God has put on our heart to steward in 2023. So a very busy, exciting start to the year. Uh, How many can feel spiritual commotion going on? There's just spiritual movement happening. If you don't feel it, we'll, we'll baptize you in the Holy Ghost after service or during Psalm assembly. If you have your Bible, turn with me to Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. And I, I wanted to just share for a few moments on the heart of mercy culture. I get asked all the time, man, mercy culture is a cool name. How did you guys come up with the name mercy culture? And I don't feel like we came up with the name I feel like God gave us a mandate. We didn't go to an ad agency and ask them to give us a name and a vision and a logo. We spent time with the Lord and then he spoke to us on his heart for his house. Exodus chapter 33, verse 12, Moses is having a conversation with the Lord. Moses said to the Lord, you've been telling me, lead these people but you have not let me known whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. You'll recognize verse 13. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways that I may know you and continue to find favor. Remember this nation is your people. Verse 14, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I wanna talk about the heart of the mercy culture. Let's pray. So Lord, we declare this is your house. Lord, we ask you to teach us your mercy culture. Jesus, it will never be ours. It will always be yours. So we ask you to continue to abide in this house. Lord, I thank you that you delight in the praises of your people. So would you come and delight in this praise today? We love you in Jesus' mighty name and all God's people said amen. amen and amen. And in 2016, I started my first 40-day fast and I felt like I was supposed to spend the last 40 days of being 33 killing my flesh. And I was wrestling with this assignment that God gave me on planting a church in Fort Worth. And I'd made an inner vow that I would never pastor a church I love God, I love his people, I love the move of the Holy Spirit, but I don't like politics, I don't like drama, and I don't like dysfunction. And the only churches I ever encountered were full of drama, dysfunction, and politics. And so I just said, I'm gonna opt out of the dysfunction of church and this this man-made nonsense And I'm just gonna go and just love God. I'm gonna be an evangelist. I'm gonna preach. I'm gonna prophesy. I'm gonna minister. I'm gonna see people get baptized in the Holy Ghost. I'm gonna go prophesy over people. We're just gonna go have fun in the presence of God. I'm gonna still serve God, minister to people. I'm just not gonna be part of the dysfunction of an unhealthy church. So in 2016, God gave me this assignment. He said, I want you to preach on mercy for the entire year. He said, I'm bringing mercy to America. So everywhere I traveled, I think I did 87 different flights that year. And everywhere I went and ministered, I ministered on mercy. Well, it came towards the end of the year and the Lord spoke to me and said, part of mercy will never leave you. 
So then I find myself in this first 40 day fast. I'm wrestling with the, the obedience factor of planting this church and, and obeying what God told us to do and moving from Austin, selling what we had there and moving to Fort Worth. And, and, and I'm, I'm wrestling with this and, and I'm on this fast and, and I could not shake Exodus 33, 13. And in Exodus 33, 13, Moses is having this conversation with the Lord. And he says to him, teach me your ways that I may know you and find favor. And this is wrecking me because I'm saying, how is Moses asking God, who are you when maybe no one on the planet had a relationship with God like Moses did? I mean, he's talking to God audibly in a burning bush. He goes with his brother-in-law before Pharaoh and, and throws down their staff and it becomes a snake. He sees the plagues of Egypt come. He sees God deliver God's people from the bondage of slavery in Egypt. He sees them cross the Red Sea. The Red Seas open up. He sees a pillar of cloud by day and fire by night. He sees the signs and wonders of God, but he's still asking the question, who are you? And he doesn't just want to see a burning bush, but he desires to know the author of the flame. Pay attention to this, because the most spiritual people you'll ever meet are not the ones that know more about the Bible than you. It's the ones that want to know God more than anything. The most spiritual people are the ones that despite how many decades they've walked with the Lord, their heart's desire is, I just want to know you more. Moses was saying, I just want to know you more. He continues his conversation in Exodus 33. Verse 12, Moses said, you've been telling me these things. Verse 33, but teach me your ways that I may know you in fine favor. This is the mercy culture benediction. This is the founding scripture of mercy culture church. A benediction is a closing prayer. I pray this every single day. We pray this over you every single time we meet because within this, these chapters, this verse is where we find the mercy culture. Verse 15, Moses said, if your presence does not go with us, don't send me up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and that we are your people? Look at this, unless you go with us. What else will distinguish me? That's where we got distinct. And your people from all the other pe people on the face of the earth. This is wild. Moses said, I would rather stay in the wilderness with your presence than go to a promised land without your presence. Moses said this, do not take me into this promised place if your presence doesn't go with me. Part of the reason that I didn't want to pastor church wasn't just the dysfunction. He said, I grew up a pastor's kid. I worked in mega churches around the country and I saw a common denominator that church was built around a man. And I just said, Lord, I just don't want to be a part of that. I was on this fast and I was on a ministry trip and we were doing three nights of services and before one of the second night, we we're golfing with the pastors. And I mentioned to him, I said, 
I'm praying about starting a church. And he said to me, you don't want to do that. I was like, I know. He said, a guy like you, you would feel trapped. You'd feel suffocated. You, you, don't, you don't want to start a church. And when he said it, I was angry. I wasn't angry with him, but I felt this righteous indignation or I felt spiritually provoked. And I had to preach for him two more times. So we get done with the services and I, I get on the airplane to go home. I, I was flying Southwest. I'm glad they didn't cancel my flight. And I sit down, I hear the audible voice of the Lord. And the Lord said this to me, you would only feel trapped if you built it around you, build it around me. And I responded like you just did. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who cares about pastoring it? I just want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of a church that's not built around a man, that's not built around an ego, that's not built around talent, that's not built around ministry, that is just built around the presence of God. <laughs> Moses in Exodus chapter 33 is saying, Lord, who are you? I've seen your exploits, I've encountered you, I've heard you, but I want to know who you are. And then in Exodus chapter 34, God responds to him. Put it up on the screen. You know the story. He takes him out to a mountain on a cliff and he begins to speak to Moses. And here's what he says. He says this. He says, I am the Lord merciful. When God said, when, when, when Moses asked the Lord, who are you? God responds to Moses in verse six and says, I am the Lord, merciful and gracious. Watch this. When Moses said, who are you? God responded, I am mercy. Mercy means undeserved kindness. What you can't earn, what you don't deserve. Moses said this, I want to know you. And God said, I am mercy. Out of these two chapters, came a prayer, teach us your mercy culture. Teach us how to build a church that is just built around your mercy, your presence, who you are. Pastor Ryan, if you would come and join me. Listen, this shouldn't be a prayer to build just a church. This should be the prayer to build a family. This should be the prayer to build a company. This should be the prayer to build spiritual legacy. This is the prayer to build spirituality. Lord, teach me your mercy culture. Teach me how to build my life around the presence of God. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes with me today? Would you just begin to pray that prayer that we've been praying since 2016? Lord, would you teach us your mercy? Would you teach us your mercy culture? Come on, just say it loud enough that you could hear yourself pray it. Lord, would you show us? Would you show me? Make it personal. Would you show me how to build a mercy culture? Would you show me how to build my life around the presence of God, around you? 
Would you show me how to build a mercy marriage, your mercy family? Would you show me how to build everything that I steward around your presence? Jesus, we ask you to teach us your mercy culture. With every head bowed and every eye closed, maybe you wandered into this church this Sunday morning and you have not built your life around the presence of God because you haven't met Jesus yet. And maybe you're coming here with heavy weights and burdens because of your sin. Maybe you've come in here away from God. Maybe you once years ago served the Lord or your grandma told you about God, but you have not been close to him for a long time. If you left this place today and you, didn't, you don't know where you would spend eternity, today is a great, great day to encounter the mercy of God. With every head bowed and every eye closed, this morning, if you are away from God and you need to encounter the mercy of Jesus, if you need salvation, if you need to be restored to God today, if you want to make sure that heaven is your eternal home, if that's you, lift your hands wherever you are. We're not going to ask you to come to a back room and I'm not going to invite you down this altar. Awesome, I see your hand. If that's you, just lift your hands. I see your hand in the balcony. I see your hands. I see your hands. If you're watching online, just respond. Awesome, I see children raising their hands and adults raising their hands. Come on, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. No one's going to embarrass you. This is you and God right now. I see your hand, darling. I see your hand. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All over this place. Come on, if that's you, just lift it up. Just take a moment. This is just you and God right now. So I pray right now. Come on, let's pray this together. Every single person in this place, just say, Lord Jesus, I repent. Come on, pray a little louder. Say, I repent of all of my sin. Say, Jesus, save me. Heal me. Sanctify me. Deliver me. Say, Jesus, restore me to relationship with God. Say, Holy Spirit, would you come and dwell in me? Say, Jesus, I acknowledge your God. I put my faith in you. Say, Holy Spirit, teach me about Jesus. Teach me about mercy. Teach me about God. Would you just breathe in the presence of God all over this place? Hmm. Dozens and dozens of people today who are away from God repented and came closer. Come on, all of this place, just breathe in the presence of God. Just let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Oh, this is going to be a great week in the presence of God. Hmm. I felt this strong today that there was individuals in this room, just keep your eyes closed to the best of your ability. Your kids will let you. And I felt there's individuals that felt heaviness. You had a hard time being excited about this year because you felt a spiritual weight. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. It was this distracting weight. And if that's you, if you have felt this heaviness, if you've heard this voice, if you've thought the thoughts 
It's going to be hard to connect with God. This is not going to be a good year. I'm going to struggle this year. If you have felt that weight, if you have heard those lies, if you have heard that bad report, I want you just to throw that off you right now. If that's you, just lift your hands. If you have felt that spiritual weight, just lift your hands right now and just say, Lord, it's easy to encounter you. Just tell him it's easy. Come on, put your hands a little higher. Don't be embarrassed. Just lift your hands a little higher. It's easy to encounter you. Lord, I declare right now, let your people experience your yoke. I feel it right now. The presence of God is here. His presence is here right now. I declare his yoke is easy. His burden is light. I come against the lie right now in Jesus' name that it's hard to connect with you. It's hard to hear from you. It's hard to encounter counter you and I declare all year long it's going to be easy. I pray for the easiest God encounters you've ever experienced in your entire life. I pray fun in God encounters. I declare that this will be a year that you will delight yourself in the Lord and he will delight himself in your praise in your praises of him. I pray right now in Jesus name one of the funnest years in the presence of God that you have ever spent. Lord I pray that you would surprise us with your presence. You would surprise us with your your glory. Jesus, I pray ah, that your people would encounter your easy yoke. Huh. I was in here last night praying. I don't stay up late on New Year's Eve. I went to bed at 10. But before I went to bed, I was in here praying. I was right over here. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what do you want? And as soon as I asked him, what did he want? He said, purity on my altar. Then I came up this morning. I was laying hands on the kids as before they went to go worship. And the moment I laid hands on little Henry, I heard the Lord say, he's pure. He wants purity. Worship like the heart of a child. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Mercy Culture Church. If this podcast has blessed you, we'd like to encourage you to share it with a friend. To learn more about us, find us on social media and online at mercyculture.com.